Telling stories by the fire Cicadas are singing like a thousand people squire And then Dad says, did you hear that? That's the sound of an Appaloosa cat Bite Listening to the Missouri Catfish Podcast. It's June 28th, 2022, and we had a very busy weekend last weekend, and we're previewing Fourth uh, of July. Fourth of July is on a Monday, I believe, this year, so we got a, a long Fourth of July weekend, so we have a lot to get to today. So we'll get started. Music by Cowboy Bart. Our contact information is Missouri Catfish Podcast at gmail.com. We encourage all feedback, good or bad. First of all, Willie Spillman contacted the show. He caught a 43-pound grass carp, and it ended up being a 20-minute fight. Uh, it was an incidental catch, but uh, he was happy with it, and that's a, a terrific, terrific catch for him. A lot of fun. You know, grass carp, some people may not realize it. You see them in ponds, conservation lakes, private lakes with their fins sticking out kind of on the top of the water column. But there are many, many, many grass carp in Missouri, Mississippi, Catfish River or River Basin. So there's thousands of carp caught commercially, grass carp. I've caught a lot of grass carp, very large ones. You, you catch them in cast nets from time to time, but they are one of the more common fish in the Missouri River, in the Mississippi River, they just don't jump out of the out of the water like like the silver carp and occasionally the big head carp do. And since Willie sent that in, that grass carp, and I'd like to thank him for that, I'd remind everybody uh, I'm a In Fisherman subscriber. This is not affiliated with them at all, but In Fisherman has the Master Angler program. And I noticed that there were not a lot of catfish from this region. Yeah, it seems like they're all channel cat from up in the Red River, South Dakota, Canada, up there. Channel cats, but we really don't have blue, blue cats and flatheads represented around here like the trophy fishery it is. And for our region, a blue catfish in pounds if it's cap is 40 pounds and caught and released it's 42 pounds the same with the flathead 40 40 pounds cap 42 catch and release and channel cat 18 pounds cap or 30 inches caught and release now the channel cat to me is a much larger an 18 pound channel is much more impressive than a 40 pound blue cat or a 40 pound flathead but regardless i think it would be neat if people would send those in because you have a chance to to win a tackle box and a pretty nice landing net and it would be nice just to see things reflected a little little more in, in fisherman i know it's not a magazine 
directed towards catfishermen, but they at least have an article. It seems pretty formulaic. They at least have one article on catfishing every every epi- every uh, publication every month. So that's kind of neat, and I'd just encourage you all, if you catch a noteworthy fish, to, to think of that. I think you have to, if it's released, you have to have a picture of it with the uh, the length showing and then you have to show it in kind of a wild setting it can't be like at a, a bait shop where you obviously did not turn it back loose so that's something to think about um, hopefully more representation would be neat because if if there was maybe there'd be more coverage um, in that publication which is the largest or one of the largest and and keep the sport growing other non-catfish, Adam Johnson and his family landed a 75-pound cobia, a saltwater fish. And I'm not a saltwater angler, obviously, but that's an impressive cobia catch no matter where it where it's caught. He was down, I think, in Gulf Shores, so pretty cool that he sent that in. Continuing on that, uh, an exciting announcement. Um, unofficial, Missouri Department of Conservation has not released this yet. But I'm hearing buzz in the Moberly community that Buth Park Lake, that's kind of by Rothwell Park, but down, it, I thought it was part of Rothwell Park, but I guess it's not. But anyway, there's a little, like a strip pit pond there, and they're going to put winter trout there. So it's very cool because it's a, a clear lake, pretty clear, or clear pit, and people can fish all the way around it. There's a cool... Um, rail car that you can walk across there's kind of a oh it comes off of a little peninsula peninsula there it's a very small lake but it's very neat so there's going to be winter part winter trout fishing in the Moberly and you know there's one in Mexico they're they're all over other regions uh, primarily in urban settings it's a catch and take thing but it's just cool that there's any kind of um more opportunities for people to fish i think is terrific and again kind of like i said in a previous episode about paddlefish i don't know why when it's just a put and take fishery uh i don't feel like it should be concentrated just at a trout park somewhere when we can do it all over the state for all the people to enjoy so fantastic that randolph county is getting that it's going to be a huge boon for mobley and the um I think it's really great. Um, Also, more on a global scale, the catfish is in second place. And by that, it used to be the uh, Mekong giant catfish was the world's largest freshwater fish. And it was about 646 pounds caught in Thailand in 2005, a giant fish. Now, it's not a predatory fish. It's it eats, uh, I think it's a filter feeder, or it eats plants. Um, it kind of looks like a like a big head carp. Its, its eyes are funky if you ever look at one. But anyway, the uh, freshwater catfish was the largest fish in the Mekong River. And now they have caught a 660-pound freshwater stingray in the Mekong River. And... Uh, that Mekong giant catfish was in Thailand. This, I think, was in Cambodia. There are several countries there along the Mekong. So, um, 
hate to see hate to see the catfish in second but 660 pounds what a giant giant fish regardless and a stingray no less now there are larger fish that get into fresh water uh, anadromous or catadromous i think anadromous is like trout and sturgeon that go up into fresh water to spawn and the other one is like eels and they they live in fresh water and then they go to uh, salt water to spawn so one goes one way one goes the other as far as our weekend went uh, my wife and i and ashley grodwell and the the boys we went down to uh, truman state park and, and camped there as a uh, getting ready for the drake harbor tournament on lake of ozarks and truman the state park there just isn't that far from lake of ozarks the two bodies of water are separated by the truman dam so we went there it was a terrific campsite very nice there was a boat ramp real close there and it it was easy to get into it was, it was just one bay but there wasn't a lot of um boat traffic and there was a a dock there that, that you could get on and, and jump on your boat and not have to get wet and it, it's so much different for me because there's not mud everywhere you know there's rocks but the, the water's very clean for what for what i'm accustomed to and so on uh, friday we we kayaked a little on uh, truman and that was fun and then took the boat out we didn't do any catfishing but just kind of cruising we we ate pizza at the drunken minnow we put our boat right up there tied off and had pizza and then we checked out the dam the water at the dam on friday was 81 a little over 81 degrees i i wasn't fishing or looking for fish but i had my fish finder on and it was it was really neat it looked like blue cats or maybe stripers or white bass you know, about 30 or 40 feet down in front of that dam kind of suspended there and uh, a lot of people were catching fish, spot locked. Looked like a lot of fun, and you could feel there was a real current going through there. So I, I knew Drake Harbor was going to set up for a good deal. Uh, you, you could kind of hear it through the boat. You could you could feel you could feel that there was a lot of a lot of flow there, and fishermen were there, and it was very neat so if you never went to truman it is a fantastic reservoir it's it's not all houses like lake of the ozarks you know there's a lot of timber a lot of rocks a lot of structure and a lot of blue cats and it's it's just fantastic i'd, I'd recommend anyone to to check truman out and then on saturday uh, the the central missouri catfish tournaments had the drake harbor tournament and it was 104 degrees as I was driving there uh, to put the boat in at Drake Harbor. And it was just a fantastic tournament as well. You know, in my mind, I, I picture Lake of those arcs. I picture uh, giant boats not controlling their wake. You know, some people with big jet boats, midlife crisis kind of taking it out on the rest of us. And it was not that way at Drake Harbor at all. It was... It was a river, pretty much a river, strong flow to it. Drake Harbor had a lot of docks you could put your boat in. It was a little tight quarters for all the boats we had, but there were over 40 
big catfish boats on it. So it was fine, and it's uh, Drake Harbor is a, a wonderful place to to go. And in our fishing that we did, it you know, we didn't we didn't have to go hardly at all to to find fish and to to be on fish. So gas prices what they are. I don't think we burn three gallons of gas. Um, of course, we anchor fish. Um, a lot of people were bumping, that sort of thing. We, our group, we only get, we, we placed 14th out of 43. We did have a, a fish that was a little 32.88 pounds, almost 33 pounds. We caught it really close to Drake Harbor in 36 foot of water uh, on a bluegill head, nocturnal nation hook. Um, lots of people were catching fish. You would, the amount of fish that were weighed in was just astounding. There was a giant flathead caught. Uh, I think it was 52 pounds. And, th and there was another really big flathead caught as well. Just real toads. And um, first place with 109.56 pounds and big fish. Congratulations to John Young and Chris Baker. Second place with 79.32 pounds. Brian Saunders and John Spatafora. And that no doubt help them in the standings i'm sure they were first to begin with and that'll that that'll just increase that uh, cody thompson jason massingale and uh, cody st carter third place was 75.90 pounds joe bell and david burtz were fourth with 71.06 pounds fifth place loose sudarth jake day and lewis sudarth 69.74 pounds that that was fifth and in the last two tournaments we've tied up right together before the tournaments and we kind of talked to them back and forth during the tournament they're they're good guys and good and they had some nice fish early on it, it was just a lot of fun that the fishery is just awesome down there danny mcgraw and casey scott sixth place with 69.96 pounds seventh place with 66.54 pounds jerry moss or gary moss and jared st Clair. 8th place, 61.82 pounds, Aaron Deal and Jim Kiger. ninth place, 57.68 pounds, Philip Nordmeyer and Michael Sutner. Michael's from Glasgow. He's a, he's a friend. 10th place, 52.22 pounds, Brian Ellison, Mike Carpenter, and Greg Floyd. But to give you the, the kind of numbers, you know, um, 21st place had over 25 pounds, David Hall, um, surprising note eric keller and jay osborne they had 17.88 pounds and and i would note again that i don't want to say there's luck involved but with the slot limit you can catch a lot of nice fish and not have anything to show for it so someone can catch a fish half an inch shorter than your fish and theirs gets weighed and you caught the bigger fish and it does not get weighed so i'm again not saying you know the people that won it, it's they certainly deserve to and it probably wouldn't have made any difference there but but there were a lot of fish caught that did not get weighed believe it or not even though a fantastic amount of fish were weighed and i was looking at some walleye tournaments and even up north in other states walleye tournaments that do have slot limits and different limits those are waived for tournaments so it's it would be kind of interesting to see if if that kind of thing would could get waived for tournaments in the future um 
Now maybe you couldn't keep five fish that were that big in a in a live well, or or maybe we things would have to be a little different. But but it is interesting to note, you know, with the slot limit that definitely plays uh, in the dynamic there. And I'm I'm sure we wouldn't have done as well as we did had had some of those slot fish been able to to be weighed. Um, smallest fish, 2.4 ounces by the team of Evan Herkin, Colton Comer, and Connor Baxter for a $100 cash prize. Um, and on our, our fish, Doug Jaquies and Jim Grodewell, they, they tag-teamed that fish, and uh, it, was, it was just a lot of fun. It, it's very nice when, you know, with small catfish, you know, they might hit it a little or stop and with those big ones, when they hit it right, it's just like you've hooked a freight train, and it's there's there's no comparison to it. And that current, you know, there was a lot of current there, and we we anchored, and I was worried. You know, I'd just never been there before. I, I was worried I'd have to anchor with a couple anchors. I brought three big anchors. I just didn't know, and it was just like a river setting. It was just like at home. We felt very much much at home there. The the boats are very close together there at Drake Harbor, but it's because there's lots of fish there that you don't have to go anywhere else. Uh, we found lots of shad right in Drake Harbor. Throw your cast net, six, seven, eight-inch shad. And if I can catch them with a cast net, anyone can. Now, I did that later at night, but um, just a fantastic thing. I'd like to thank Shane Wyatt and uh, his family for accommodating us and, and helping just running a terrific thing there a terrific tournament and there was a lightning storm so we stopped about 4 a.m with with our crew you know we had a um my father-in-law and and my child and just just we stopped then but congratulations to all the winners there and, and we look forward to um more tournaments down there because I'll, I'll definitely be back there's also and i didn't know this at the time and, and maybe the listeners do but there's a number you can call for the release so the truman dam releases water and you can call this 1-866-494-1993 that's 866-494-1993 and you can actually get the you know when the gates are going to be open and uh, you can kind of base your fishing trip on that because when the water's flowing it, it looks like these fish are just right up in there it appeared to me that the spawn is over on lake of those arcs because fish were being caught we saw a lot of fish caught i mean it's it, the boats are very close to you that it was kind of and this is not a complaint i just have to get used to that you know on on other rivers you there's a lot more space or you give each other more space it's kind of like someone from new york you know talk kind of close to you and you're, you're just not used to it so um but we got used to it very quickly and uh the people i don't know how john young and chris baker did it but a lot of people were bumping having a lot of success doing that or controlled drifting again we're kind of old school we just anchor up and hope to get on fish um but uh, that's that's kind of how how it went. It was just a, a lot of fun because just seeing people catch fish is fun, and then being able to actually catch some that's that's even better. Um, July 9th at Waverly um, is the next Central Missouri catfish tournament. 
Um, Waverly is on the Missouri River. It's a very good tournament. Lots of fish are caught. I would caution everyone. There's railroad tracks there, so it's kind of dangerous to get in there. We, we just had a, a bad accident, very terrible deal here in Sheraton County. So just watch that when you're pulling your boat in there because it's kind of at an angle. And there's two boat ramps. And normally you use the east ramp the tournament's supposed to. And I don't think we're supposed to use the other the other ramp. But if it's congested, maybe you could and just take your boat down there and have it checked out. Um, that's about it. Um, we have a guest. Um, Garrett Ray is going to be on our, our next segment here. And he's going to be talking about the... The Brunswick tournament coming in, the West Johnson Memorial tournament. So we're so happy that Garrett agreed to be a guest here. Um, music by Cowboy Bart and Missouri Catfish Podcast at gmail.com. And look forward to seeing everyone. Have a terrific 4th of July. And don't forget to uh, let the podcast know how you're doing, good, bad, or otherwise, because we want to have an accurate report of things statewide it's kind of in local what we've been doing but we'd like to expand that i'd I'd like to know what people are doing down on the saint francis river or cape gerardo so um, hopefully we can grow in that way and and help help it go and keep going keep growing thank you all right so we're being we're joined here today with Garrett Ray, and he's going to tell us a little about the West Johns Memorial Catfish Tournament. How are you doing, Garrett? Good. How are you doing? Good. Could, could you describe for the listeners a, a little bit about the format and how the tournament got started? Yeah. So the West Johnson Memorial Tournament is put on by uh, my mom, Kathy Ray, and my brother, Clint Hussey, and I. Um, we started about five years ago. Uh, my buddy passed away um, tragically, and uh, we put this tournament on for a, a scholarship fund for the for the kids at Tyna Avalon. Uh, Wes's parents, Donald and Callie, they hand select uh, two kids every year for a scholarship, and and Wes's name. Well, that's really good that that you all are turning a a tragedy into something positive. Yeah, Wes Wes and and I fished together a lot, and and, uh, I I enjoyed doing something in in his honor. So, okay. Uh, So, so the tournament takes place in Brunswick on July 23rd overnight to the July 24th. Is that right? That's right. So, Registration opens up at at uh, five p.m. on the on July twenty third. Uh, you can get there and register, and and you can leave uh, right after you register. Uh, we just kind of use an honor system. You're not supposed to fish until six thirty. This allows everybody to get out of the Grand River, you know, with different sized boats and the waves, and uh, so we don't have an issue with that. Um, weigh ins at eight o'clock, uh, July 24th, uh, 8 a.m. Um, I think we're gonna have breakfast there this year. <clears throat> we'll have several prizes to give away. It's a it's a five fish tournament. Um, we recommend live wells. Uh, if you don't have a live well, we will 
allow stringers. We try to do one fish per stringer. I know it's hot in the summer. It's hard to keep them alive. So, uh, fish, fish health is one of our main things there. That's a, if, uh, if someone catches a big fish, can we can always get a hold of one of you all and weigh it in. There was always someone pretty close to the weigh-in last year, I recall. Yeah, Cal, Callie and Donald stay there. My mom and dad take their camper over there, uh, and Callie and Donald stay there at the boat ramp. So if you have a big fish, uh, you take it in anytime. Uh, they're there. They'll weigh it, and we can get it back in the water healthy. And there's been some absolute huge catches over there. Um, can, can you describe some of those for, for the listeners, get those people excited? Yeah, I can't remember exactly how big the one was last year. Uh, I believe Dale Smith caught that one, if I remember correctly. But uh, it was, what, 60-something pounds, I believe. Um, Missouri River always produces big fish. I mean, July 23rd, the fish should be coming off nest and they'll be hungry and active and it should be a, should be a really good way in. Yeah. And Galen caught an absolute monster one year. Uh, I, I recall 90 pounds or, or something. It was just really wild. Yeah. I believe, I believe they caught that one. I don't even think they, I think they weighed it in at, at like 11 o'clock or something that evening. And I'll, they didn't even come back and fish the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> you can't top that um now the, the, one of the cool things about this tournament to me is all the kind of door prizes at the end it, it not everybody goes home with something but but almost everybody and it, it's really cool to to see all the community support yeah so we we try to give away um several prizes at the end of the at the end of the tournament, it's a hundred dollar buy-in there for the tournament, and then it's twenty dollars for big fish and five dollars for small fish. And uh, I've got to mention there, we do a five fish weigh-in, but you are allowed to keep six fish for the small fish. That way, it doesn't uh, kind of intertwine there with the uh, weigh-in. You know, if you catch five big fish, you don't want to keep a little one and mess up your your weigh-in. So we allow six for the little fish. Uh, and it, you know, it don't count with your, with your other five there it just counts for small fish, but we, uh, we have several prizes this year. We, we are taking a slightly different route on the, on the prizes at the end of the tournament. We've been trying to round up some, uh, added money for the winners. So we've got some right now We're working on some, some more. All right, so we had a little technical glitch there, but Garrett Ray was just explaining to us they're they're trying to get some added money for their tournament. Yes, sir. So we've uh, we've got some right now, uh, as I was saying there, and uh, we're working on getting some more. Uh, I think maybe that, I, I, you know, we've had good turnouts and a lot of support in this tournament. Uh, we're just trying to give some back. You know, we we keep half of the uh, entry money for the scholarship and we thought this year if we could get some added money for the for the winners maybe we could get a little better turnout and if there's a someone that wants to donate or a business that wants to give a door prize or anything like that how do they how would they get a hold of of you or 
or your mom? Um, they can call me or text me at six six zero two four seven one five six two, or they can uh, call or text my mom also six six zero two four seven zero 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 four. Okay, and we put in on on the on the grand there. So if someone has a little boat, they don't have to be intimidated by fishing the Missouri at night, correct? Correct. Yeah, you can fish the uh the Missouri River or the Grand River. Okay. So anyone with with any kind of boat, they they can sure show up and it, it's a good time if anything. We we had a terrible lightning storm last year, but hopefully we won't have anything like that this year. Yeah, the weather guys uh said nice clear skies and 70 degree weather last year and then we had a pop-up storm and it got pretty nasty. it was probably one of the worst storms i had been through on the river uh yeah me me too we were down the bottom of a boat you know just hoping like <laughs> <laughs> one of the, the kids that had fish with me he was singing uh staying alive and <laughs> we were trying <laughs> yeah well, we, we hope everyone can come out to the tournament and um, they can call that same number if they have any questions for you, but it's a pretty laid back atmosphere. That, that's what I like about it. There's big fish caught, but it's for a good cause and it's it, it's a little different than some of the other tournaments. Yeah, we, we try to have a good time, try to, try to keep it pretty relaxed. Uh, you can have as many people in the boat as you would like and yeah, uh, you're allowed to take as many poles as you want to take with you. You know, if you want to take some extra poles for uh, backups, or if you want to take some bumping rods or whatever, uh, you're only allowed to six with fish. Uh, fish with six poles at a time, and with like you know, same same way with that. We just use the honor system there. I hope everybody follows along, and uh, we have a great great group group of people that come out and fish it. So I don't think we have any issues with that. Okay, well, thank you for joining, and, and we hope to see everyone on July 23rd overnight to July 24th in, in Brunswick, Missouri. That wraps up this episode. Please let us know what you're doing at Missouri Catfish Podcast at gmail.com. Have a fun and, most importantly, a safe 4th of July weekend and tight lines. I was born.